Mm-hmm. And I would like to stop in that because I think that, uh, I think this skill is, is sometimes it's challenging and uh, I don't know how, how you master this skill. Yeah. Um, so, so one of the things I think was ha- what maybe harder than that was actually describing complex topics simply. So, it, you know, we're talking about highly technical stuff. We're talking about Bitcoin and, um, you know, SQL injections and, you know, stuff that is pretty complicated. And I wanted to have this reach a larger audience. So th- how do you explain these kind of concepts to a larger audience that isn't necessarily deep in the tech so that it can be approachable by anyone? That was another, uh, you know, challenge. And so if we back up maybe like eight years before I started the podcast, I was blogging. And with the blog, I was explaining really complex stuff like VPN. I was explaining how a VPN worked and, um, you know, setting it up yourself, not not using a, uh, you know, VPN service, but actually like buying the equipment to make your own VPN and stuff like that. And explaining all the different troubleshooting that you could possibly you know, run into and all this kind of stuff. And so I was really getting deep into, you know, explaining as, as best I can these, these topics. And people really liked it, right? And, they, and I, I would revisit blog posts in order to explain things better. So seven years of kind of just blogging about how to explain really complex topics, I think really, sh- you know, shined when I was ready to make a podcast. Because when I started explaining this technical stuff in audio format, I kind of practiced that. So that was one thing that I think really helped. And so I can use, you know, basic analogies and stuff to, to get the concept over. Um, but yeah, like you said, storytelling was a big factor. And that book that I mentioned out on the wire was uh, kind of has a formula in there for all the different people. Well, there's many different people who, who helped contribute to the book. But one of the things in there is a, is a formula that some people use, which is um, this story is about X, but Y happens instead. And if you can frame a story like this, it, it helps you with your storytelling, uh, you know, technique. Because what you what you've got here is here's what the person is trying to accomplish in the story, but something goes wrong, something goes terribly wrong, and they end up in a new traje- trajectory, a new direction, and something else happens instead. So this story is about X, but Y happens instead. And when you frame it like that, that now you have like kind of the story arc all in one sentence, right? And so there's other things, there's other tricks you can do, like movement, if you've got somebody who actually is walking to, you know, to their destination or is, or is you know, approaching something or getting there, it, it, it kind of puts you on the edge of your seat. You, st- you start wanting to hear, well, what happened? What, what, what happens when they get there? They're, they're really curious, they want to get there. And so if you can get, you know, movement into the story, that helps us, you know, stick with it as well. So there's all these little uh, tricks that I was picking up, which are, which is kind of like a scaffolding. It's not really like uh, what I use now because now I kind of know it. But at the beginning, it was great to just say, if you don't know the direction to go, make sure you've got this, this, and this set up. And then I was like, oh, okay, that I didn't set that up at the beginning. Now I got that set up. Now I know which direction to go with the story. 